0: of truly royal proportions. And why not? Gertrude Stein might have said, a star is a star is a star. But to me, this is a star. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Catherine Hepburn.
1: Thank you very, very much. I am naturally deeply
2: moved. I'm also very happy that I didn't hear anyone call out, it's about time.
1: (laughs) I am the living proof
2: that a person can wait 41 years to be unselfish.
3: Good evening, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. At the 46th Annual Academy Awards, at that moment, Katherine Hepburn, who had at that point won three Academy Awards for Best Actress, had never gone to the awards to pick up any of those three Oscars. She won her first Oscar in 1933 for Morning Glory and then in 1967 her second Academy Award for Guess Who's Coming to Dinner and then in 1968 in a very famous tie with Barbara Streisand she won for The Lion in Winter which is probably one of my personal favorites and this was her giving... Lawrence Garden, Um The Thalberg Award At the 46th Annual Academy Awards Introduced by David Niven Come on That's a proper introduction And then in 1981 She won her 4th Academy Award For Best Actress No one at this point Has ever come close Although a couple of weeks ago Frances McDormand won her 3rd Oscar For Best Actress and a fourth for producing. If she, I mean, if she wins another acting, then she will tie Catherine Hepburn. Let's let's see what happens. There's a reason why I'm talking about Catherine Hepburn today. This is, of course, the Doctor Zeus film podcast, and I love films. And Catherine Houghton Hepburn was born May 12, 1907, in Hartford, Connecticut. Died. June 29th, 2003 In Fenwick, Connecticut At aged 96 years old Never had any kids Outlived most of her family Some of her siblings were still alive What an icon She... Did films from 1928 to 19, or she was on stage and in films, so worked from 1928 to 1994. Yes. Warren Beatty got her to do Love Story, a remake of the 1930 something film. (laughs) She did so many films, won so many awards. my goodness Yeah We we all know about Hepburn and Tracy or the interviews where she said to Barbara Walters what kind of a tree she wanted to be Hepburn and Tracy first met in 1941 42 In Woman of the Year.
0: Hello? Yes? No, yes, Miss Clayton. Yes? Yes, be right up. He's waiting for you. sort of way.
2: He get me first.
0: Hello. Hello. Now, fellows, I realize
1: as much as anybody that controversy is a very stimulating thing. Very. And I always
0: encourage it when someone on the paper gets into a good fight over an important issue. Always. But not intramural fights, no. It's my job
1: to think in terms of the paper as a whole. And I'm dead sure that it just doesn't do any one of us any good for one department to wrap another. So to come directly
0: to the point, I'd like to see you drop this business right away. How about it, Sam? You ready to kiss and make up? I'll kiss. I don't know about making up. How about you, Tess? Willing to quit? Sure. Okay. Fine.
2: Thank you. <laughs> I'm always delighted to quit when I'm
0: losing. Glad to be able to reconcile you two. Very glad. Cooperation is the essence of efficient organization. Aren't <laughs> yes. <laughs>
3: And at that moment when they first meet, and they look at each other, and she's fixing her stockings, I believe.
2: Isn't the sports department downstairs? Uh,
0: Well, uh, yes, yes, I guess it is, but I- uh, And
2: aren't you going in the wrong direction?
0: Maybe I am. I, uh, are you always much too busy? What for? Uh, I was wondering what this afternoon. Sorry. About tomorrow
3: afternoon? What's on your mind? I'd like to take you to a baseball game. Okay. <laughs> Just okay. She had that voice. So many people have talked about working with her. Mr. Anthony Hopkins. Oh he worked with it. he played her son Richard the Lionheart and The Lion. That is why The Lion in Winter is such a great film. Look at the people who are in The Lion in Winter, not just Catherine Hepburn and Peter O'Toole. Oh my god, I love Peter O'Toole. Peter O'Toole and Catherine Hepburn and they're playing husband and wife. Obviously she's a little older than he is, but it works so well. And the children Richard the Lionheart, played by Mr. Sir Anthony Hopkins. (sighs) Yes. I'm trying to think who else is in there. Mm, One of the James Bonds. (laughs) The Lion in Winter, directed by Anthony Harvey. Oh, we got it right here. Anthony Hopkins, John Castle, Nigel Terry, Timothy Dalton. Who is... I believe Louis of France Or Philip of France Yeah John Castle is Jeffrey Their middle surviving son Nigel Terry as John Their youngest surviving son And of course You know Sir Anthony Hopkins has said that I love Clarice Is a little bit based off of Catherine Hepburn In terms of how she spoke Her accent because, you know, she was she was a New Englander her, her and Betty Davis, you know, different different kind of accents So many of these films, I mean, uh, the Philadelphia story Not only are you working with Cary Grant, you're also working with Jimmy Stewart So you didn't really have to pick, you just It's like, oh, okay, you, you're gonna have both of them, alright Philadelphia, some people don't like the Philadelphia story I love it it's not funny funny, but it's it's cute. Why, why not?
2: Well, I
4: don't know. I thought I'd be at first, but you just don't seem to match up.
2: Then the falls with me.
4: Well, maybe so. But all the same, now, you can't do it. No. No.
2: Come around about noon tomorrow. I mean today.
0: Snob. What do you mean, snob?
2: You're the worst kind there is, an intellectual snob. You made up your mind awfully young, it seems to me.
4: Well, 30's about time to make up your mind. And I'm nothing of the sort, not Mr. Connor.
2: The time to make up your mind about people is never.
3: (laughs) And see how she delivers those lines. Catherine Hepburn... uh, I mean, this was before The Method. This was, uh... She had a style. She had a style to her acting. She was not like anyone else. That was the beauty of Katherine Hepburn. What's kind of upset me over the years is there's been all these talks about who she really was, her sexuality, her private life. Who cares? All I, I, I care about are the films, the characters. Yeah, she lived life on her own terms. But she's gone now. And to say, well, she was this way, like Liz Smith. Liz Smith said a lot of shit. Mm, watch your mouth, Liz Smith Some people will say, well, she was this way I don't really care I really don't care The great Cate Blanchett actually p- played Catherine Hepburn In The Aviator And won an Oscar for it for play. So here she was, an, winning an Oscar Playing an Oscar winner Alright, alright The Lion in winter though that is a, I, and I love um, guess who's coming guess who's coming to dinner is a, a, a powerful film but the Lion in Winter this is probably I don't think we'd ever seen Katherine Hepburn and Peter O'Toole really oh my god they gunned it. Gunned it. When when one... You know, I love when the the banter Between them. And Sometimes when you have a film One person really is In charge, but in this instance They were both in charge. Here we go. There are so many moments to this film Of why she won that oscar in that tie here we go
1: beautiful
2: you make me what might solomon have sung had he seen this i can't i turned to salt i've lost again i'm done for this time Well, there'll be other Christmases. I'd hang you from the nipples, but you'd shock the children. They kissed sweetly, didn't they? I'll have him next time. I can wait. Ah, there you are my comfort, and my company. We're locked in for another year. Four seasons more. What a desolation. What a life's Is it too much? Be sure to squint as you approach. You may be blinded by my beauty. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Is that why you're here to tell me that? I thought you might be lonely. Here, Chancellor. Try it on for size.
4: It's puzzling. I remember my third birthday. Not just pictures of the garden or the gifts. But who did what, to whom, and how it felt?
0: My memory stretches that far back, but never once can I remember anything from you or father warmer than indifference. Why is that? I don't know. That was not an easy question for me, and I don't deserve an easy
2: answer. There are times I think we love none of our children.
5: Still too easy, don't you think?
2: I'm weary, and you want a simple answer, and I haven't one. I'm so sick of all of you. I thought I'd come and gloat a little. Mother's tired. Come stick pins tomorrow morning. I'll be more responsive.
0: There's no fun goading anyone tonight. Bastards boxed us up. What's that, dear? We're his prisoners, if that interests you.
2: Why it? I'm his prisoner anyway.
0: It was, correct me if I'm wrong. But it was my impression that you wanted Henry's throne for me.
2: We can't win, Richard. We've lost it this time.
0: You think I'm finished, do you?
2: So I do. I've suffered more defeats than you have teeth. I know one when it happens to me. Take your wormwood like a good boy, swallow it and go to bed.
0: I will be king.
2: So you will, but not this year. Oh, believe it, Richard! Let it go.
0: I can't. It's not so hard. Try saying after me. John wins, I lose. And what if John died? Go
2: one his there! Why wasn't that? A knife! He saw a knife! Of course he has a knife. He always has a knife. We all have knives. It's 1183 and we're barbarians. How clear we make it. Oh, my piglets, we are the origins of war. Not history's forces, nor the times, nor justice, nor the lack of it, nor causes, nor religions, nor ideas, nor kinds of government, nor any other thing. We are the killers. We breed wars. We carry it like syphilis inside. Dead bodies rot in field and stream because the living ones are rotten. For the love of God, can't we love one another just a little? That's how peace begins. We have so much to love each other for. We have such possibilities.
3: That's Lion in Winter. The Lion of Winter. That is why she won that third Oscar and then went on to win a fourth one in on Golden Pond. I thought, let's, let's, here, the Oscars did a really great tribute of Hepburn. Here we go. Because I didn't know when to go. Now with you, I've grown up. I think
1: I do know when to and that it was exactly the same type of cheap quack who first gave you the medicine and you never knew what it was until it was too late I, I hate, hate Dr. even when I was with him, even with me he would sometimes be frightened but I would know when and what of I'd reach across the table to him and touch his hands I like the way he looks as if he's got something to say but he won't say it I like the way he tucks his thumbs into his belt but that doesn't mean I want you to go out and last a whim for me Until today, I would never have believed that I could say such a thing. But when she fights you, and for what it may be worth, I'm going to be on her side. And these ten years you've lived with everything I've lost and loved another woman through it all. And I am cruel. I could peel you like a pear, and God himself would call it justice.
0: Well, that shows you know more about the Lord and his good book than you do about men.
1: That's my good fortune. I know enough about men to have steered clear of them. Listen to me, Mister. You're my night nice in shining armor. Don't you forget it. You're going to get back on that horse. And I'm going to be right behind
5: you, holding on tight. In a way, we're going to go,
3: go, go. I don't like horses. And that is... From On Golden Pond. Not only did she win, but Mr. Henry Fonda, who had never won an Academy Award, won. And is and that and the and the, one of the producers on the film of On Golden Pond was his daughter, Jane Fonda, who was also nominated and joked that if she wins, she'll tie Hepburn and then she didn't win, and Hepburn and her dad won, and Catherine Hepburn said, You'll never catch me now. <laughs> one of my favorite Hepburn and Tracy films. It's Woman of the Year, but also Adam's Rib.
1: May I remind the court of the words of the voice hungry. Heaven has no right to love hell of purity and the woman born. You
5: know
3: what else? Yeah. <laughs> this is. One am I I don't know if it's on here Where she's got They've got the wine glasses Or something Um, Here we go the same thing nine times
0: well, August 10th will you please stay out of this thing, Dolly will you please Did you have to stop? sulk no, all evening And look. with a growl on your face How could a
1: man have a growl on his
0: face If you think you're going to turn A court of law into a punch and judy show Darling, I want to tell please, you
1: Please, please This means a would great you? deal to me Yes, would
0: you And would it's you, not you? a stunt yes. Would you, this would poor you?
1: woman, isn't yes. she entitled to the same justice, I mean, that's usually reserved for men, the same unwritten law that got Lenahan would you? I know what please, you're going to say, please, that he should have been convicted just, too, just but he wasn't. Couldn't
4: and I you're I not going to put this for away yes. just because one she had the misfortune to be born a female. Just email. one word not in it. If
0: I could not not I? Could I please get a word in it, twice? Well, go ahead. Not one civil one syllable of what you have been blabbering here tonight you always do that when you get excited I am going to cut you into 12 little pieces and feed you to the jury so get prepared for it
2: good night Pinky
0: Oh, good
3: night. And that was their. Oh my god. That was them. That was Hepburn and Tracy. There's a film of Catherine Hepburn's that she did that is really raw. Really. Long day's journey in tonight. Eugene O'Neill. I've
5: become such a liar. I never lied about anything once upon a time. and I have to lie. Especially to myself. But how can you understand when I can't understand myself? I've never understood anything about it except that one day, long ago, I found I could no longer call my soul my own. But someday, dear, I'll find it again. Someday when you're all well, and I see you healthy and happy and successful, and I don't have to feel guilty anymore. Someday, when the blessed Virgin Mary forgives me and gives me back the faith in her love and pity I used to have in my convent days, and I can pray to her again. And with her help it will be so easy i will hear myself scream with agony at the same time i will laugh because i'll be so sure of myself <laughs> yeah but of course you can't believe that either can you now I um now I think of it, you might as well go uptown. <laughs> and then
3: in 1955, she did "Summertime" with uh, mm, David Lean. She was a... She was a big star. She conjured up so many moments.
5: are in bloom again. Such a strange flower. Suitable to any occasion. I carried them on my wedding day and now I place them here in memory of something that is
0: died. He needs a good thrashing.
3: And that's Catherine Hepburn in Stage Door. For She says that that, that line... Now, the first film that she won an Oscar for, she was playing an actress. Here it is.
1: Tis but thy name that is my enemy.
5: What's in a name?
1: That which we call a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. So Romeo would, were he not Romeo,
5: call retain that. Dear perfection, which he owes without that title, Romeo doth thy name, and for thy name, which is no part of thee, take all myself.
3: She worked closely with the director, George Cukor, and they were the best of friends, and he knew with Hepburn how to capture performances. And she did Alice Adams, which she really should have won the Oscar for, but that year Betty Davis won. Even Betty Davis said Hepburn should have won. Trying to
1: find a director for Alice Adams. And all the expensive ones wanted to do the picture. But I was suffering from the usual classiness of new stars. And I said, no, no, I don't want anyone who's just interested in me. I want them to be thrilled by the property by Alice
0: Adams. Catherine Hepburn uh, had a feeling that she would to go with William Wyler, who wanted to do the Pit of Time. And, uh, I, uh, playing the evens idea. Well, I was
1: sitting in the car lot with Chowaye, flirting, afraid, and talking when all of a sudden your other face came into this close to mine. I'm George Stephen and I said, oh, heaven's sake. Now, what George said to me, I don't know, but I'm sure he just said, I think you're the most fascinating,
0: thrilling person in the world, and I want to work with you. I finally said, why don't we flip a coin? So she said, okay. So I flipped a coin, and it came up wild. And I looked at and she looked a little bit pointed, and said, how about again? She's okay. We play it again, and that was it. Andrew was obviously
1: delighted. I think she was getting 10 cents an hour, you know, and everyone else wanted about $150,000 to do it. No, I can't. Look, I can't answer. In
0: 1935,
4: after years of working as a cameraman and a director of two real comedies and minor features, he found himself directing one of America's most important stars and his first major film.
1: Alice Adams was a terrible victim of snobbery. I mean, if you were in one group and you wanted to get to this group, that was a trip that was hard to take, unless you were fascinating, or unless you had money, or unless you really could fight your way. And she couldn't fight her way. But why aren't you dancing? I have been. I, I just wanted a chance to catch my breath. Alice.
5: Alice, this is Mr. Russell, Miss Adams. He wants to ask you for this dance. May I? Oh, yes, indeed. Um, Will you excuse
4: me? A romance grows between Alice and Mr. Arthur Russell, and she finally gathers the courage to invite him home to meet her family. To make a good impression, a maid is hired for the evening.
2: Dennis,
0: uh... <laughs> Well, that's good. Let's go see if we can eat it. George had a great deal of feeling and emotion in his work and tremendous versatility. I can't forget that great dinner scene, the horrible frustration of that terrible night, which was a blend of real sadness and a lot of comedy. So these are Brussels sprouts. Well, they certainly smell at the house.
1: I have been in Cook's mind not to have made an aspic instead of a heavy entree for weather like this. I'm afraid we let the servants do too much as they like about the meals, Mother. Perhaps we should, change uh, changer les domestiques, n'est-ce pas? <laughs> he shot it and cut it, and I thought this is really... Not as funny as it should be. Here. Here and it was one of the brilliant comedy scenes ever played, it, I think. And now that was totally George. George told everyone exactly what to do. Timed it. Timed the angle of that headpiece that she had on her head. And I thought, that's not going to be funny. It's too much. And he knew too much, too little. Father,
2: you to Just great. At the end of
1: the day, he worked so hard in a terrible old factory. Terrible new factory, I should say that he simply must have lots of food to keep his chains up. (laughs) I don't see why most businessmen can't leave most of the details to their employees. But then I suppose some of them are like that. They, They just allow the help to sit
2: around idle while they do all the work.
1: And, of course, the end of that, which George and I both wanted, the real end where she doesn't get the men and she finally faced realities of life and go work. That's a strong end to
4: the picture. The star and director would not get the realistic ending they wanted. Those decisions were made by the RKO studio executives. When Alice Adams opened in America's large movie house, the critic James Agee wrote, what was in 1922 a shrewd and observant novel emerges in 1935 as a portrait of an era Uproariously funny and perceptive.
3: Now what's interesting in that clip is that's Hattie McDaniel. And her characters, she's not really their maid. She's posing as one, and the hat's fallen down, so you know, they were pretending to be something they weren't. Now in nineteen eighty-one, hello. Pretending to be a tree, Katherine Hepburn pulled a fast one on Barbara Walters. Baba Baba. I have lived as a
1: man. And a few pres- I've just done what I damn well wanted to And I made enough money to support myself And I ain't afraid of being alone Is that why also you wear pants? No, I just oh, wear the- pants because they're comfortable Do you ever wear a skirt, by the way? I have one You have one? Wear it to your funeral You'll wear to my head. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd be delighted to know the very you do want to know the name. Tell my friends. <laughs> By the way, at my funeral, or uh, perhaps in my obituary, it may mention that I once asked Catherine Hepburn what kind of a tree she wanted to be. Well, that's not exactly what happened. I'm a very strong. I've a, a become a sort of, you know, thing. What? I don't know what, you know You want tree or something. Yes. Wait, let's see that again. Well, you want tree or something. Yes. Well, so I didn't ask her, she brought it up. What was I to do? What kind of a tree are you? If you think you're a tree now. Oh I like everybody would like to be an oak tree. That's very strong, and very pretty.
3: So that's where we'll end it right there, Miss Katherine Hepburn. God old would she be now? <laughs> would she be alive? Well, I don't know. I don't know. With Catherine Hepburn, anything is possible. She would uh, She would be 114. She, She. I mean, she'd be on the, uh, what is it, that uh, list? Uh, is it Welcher's grape, the, the jelly, and they turn 90 or they turn 100? Uh, from the Today Show. She would be in the Guinness World Book of World Records. Oldest living. Uh, best actress. Yeah. Happy birthday, Katherine Hepper. My grandmother was such a... I am too. I, and, I, and I don't just say that because that was my grandmother's generation. Or that was my good friend and professor. Miss Walker's generation. It, they were universal. You know, Isabel Sanford... Remember Wheezy? You know, uh, the Jeffersons. Said something very interesting about Catherine Hepburn. They were doing guess who's coming to dinner together. And Isabella, I guess, took the bus. And Catherine Hepburn found out and said, oh, no, you need to have a driver. So she would send a car for her. Talk about, uh, I mean, talk about moving on up. And Isabel Sanford's character in Guess Who's Coming to Dinner is not having this kumbaya of the marriage. She is not having it. And that was a reality. That was a reality of what was going on. And Katherine Hepburn was able to, I mean, you think about it. She was making films in the 1930s, she was making films and TV movies in the 1990s. Stopped in 94, I believe. Retired. And just lived her life on her own terms And so happy birthday Catherine Hepburn, Kate the Great Even Cher, Cher loved Catherine Hepburn She did a really great TCM They always do those TCM pieces Where she talks about her movies Always comfort her when she's out on the road And she loved the line in winter And the Philadelphia story Or The African Queen Where she says how manic can one skinny chick be (laughs) I love that (sighs) four-time academy award winner nominated was it 12 times i think it was 12 times katherine houghton hepburn unpleasant dreams